the explosive new film, Flynn, Deliver the Truth, Whatever the Cost, exposes secrets behind the government's takedown of General Michael Flynn. Flynn knew what the intel world had been up to. He ordered the first audit of the use of contractors. This set off alarm bells. He told the truth. He was the most dangerous person for Donald Trump to hire. They had to get rid of Flynn. Flynn, Deliver the Truth, Whatever the Cost. Available now. Watch it today. Go to SalemNow.com. SalemNow.com. The human race may be doomed. I'm going to read you a headline from the Daily Mail. That's uh, Daily M-A-I-L, not M-A-L-E, by the way. Here goes. This is the actual headline on the piece online. Transgender man identifies as a dog and says chasing sticks and playing on all fours has brought him closer to his husband. So, what we have is a woman who says she's a man, but is now identifying as a dog, and he has a husband. This is where we are in 2018. (laughs) And don't you dare judge this wonderful couple. Now, this comes a day after the uh, Trump administration, let it be known, that it's uh, going to claim that there are only two genders when it comes to having to deal with uh, federal government uh, issues, you know, under Title IX and discrimination and all that stuff. Uh, that's, uh, that's what they're going to do. Uh, no 72 pronouns for this administration. Just, you know, he, she, uh, man, woman. So uh, today the New York Times has a story with this headline. I think it goes well with the dog story. This, this is the headline in the New York Times. Anatomy does not determine gender, experts say. Now, this is the New York Times, so everything they say is true, and you have to believe anything as you read the New York Times is obviously gospel. So coming up in the second half hour, we will have an expert who doesn't say that at all. He's a pediatric endocrinologist who says this is total, well, it's not true. So let's look at this story in the daily M-A-I-L. M-A-I-L. You have a woman who decides that she's a man, and you're not allowed to question that or think that she has mental problems. As a man... Now that she's no longer a woman, she also has now decided to identify as a dog. Now, the story, I don't, I didn't, I don't remember seeing in the story whether she's a male dog or a female dog. Uh, there's pictures. It's pretty scary. Anyway, he has a husband. And the husband has been drawn closer to the him who used to be a her because she plays Chase the Stick as a dog. Okay? And wears a dog costume that includes a tail. I... As I said, I don't know if it includes anything else that would determine that it's a male dog, but I don't know. And you're not allowed to think that he has issues either. No judging. Now, here's the thing. The Daily M-A-I-L Online is a website that gets millions of clicks all over the world. And the story, when printed out, that is one that I'm telling you about here, if you go on the Daily Mail Online, it's 13 pages long if you print it out with a lot of pictures, big ones. And this tells you where our civilization's headed. There was a time, not all that long ago, by the way, when if you had someone in your family who was this nuts, you'd keep the curtains drawn and you'd do whatever you could to prevent the neighbors from finding out. You know, you would say, what are the neighbors going to think? Remember when people used to say stuff like that? And if the next door neighbor did find out, you'd try to make excuses. Maybe say you're trying to get this person some help and you'd beg the neighbor not to tell anybody. Come on, please don't tell anybody. This got 13 pages on the Daily Mail online, okay? They don't care about telling anybody. People in France are reading about this. It's all over the world, and nobody's embarrassed. A woman decides to be a man who decides to be a dog and brags about how this becoming a dog has brought him closer to his husband. Welcome to the 21st century, and don't you dare laugh or make fun of this lovely couple. They're happy, and there's nothing abnormal about it. As I said, we will address the New York Times story that claims that uh, your anatomy has nothing to do with whether you're a man or a woman. Uh, We'll discuss that with a doctor who says it's ridiculous. And I'm going to have to bring up this dog story with him. I have to. Sorry. Anyway, when we come back, a guy who wants you to vote no 
two weeks from today. Stick around. Marley Financial has done it again. These guys are just fantastic. Many of you know or have worked with our friend Todd Marley at Marley Financial. You also know that they were the first and still the best option for individual health insurance providing both traditional and non-Obamacare plans. But now they're also offering the best group health plans in the nation. Typical savings of up to 40%. Small, medium, and even large groups, Marley has got you covered. Giving you and your employees access to national networks where you can go to any hospital, Highmark, UPMC, Mayo Clinic, or even Johns Hopkins. Marley gives you the power to choose what's best for you and your employees, whether they're W-2 or 1099 subcontractors, without the usual headaches of things like minimum participation or employer contributions. Call Marley Financial now at 724-884-1496. That's 724-884-1496. And find out what it's like to work with the most innovative agency in Pennsylvania. 724-884-1496 at MarleyFG.com. You know the moment. The workday is over. Your daily responsibilities have been met. The shoes slip off and you lie back. It's that end of day. Ah, That's the relief you'll feel when you rest on the body-soothing serenity made locally at the Original Mattress Factory. Relief from middleman markups and a hard day's work. The Original Mattress Factory. Thoughtfully made. Honestly priced. OriginalMattress.com Did you know that when you buy a mattress from a retail store, that mattress is being sold for the second time? What do I mean? Well, the manufacturer sells the mattress to the retailer, who in turn sells it to you with costs and markups for both parties. At the Original Mattress Factory, we have our own factory right here at our store. So the mattress you buy is being sold for the first and only time. That's why our prices are hundreds less than the mainstream mattress brands. Stop by one of our factory locations or visit us at OriginalMattress.com to see for yourself. Healthy pets, healthy people, focusing on a natural, holistic approach for human and animal wellness. Host Dr. Edmund Sokowski and his guests discuss various topics on health and wellness for us and our companion animals. Airs each Saturday, live from 9 to 10 in the morning on 1250 AM, The Answer, giving you the opportunity to call in with your questions. A healthy pet is a happy pet, and being healthy makes people happy. Tune in. Listen, learn, be well. The economy is growing, businesses are hiring, and Americans are feeling good about their future opportunities. Looking to upgrade your career? AM 1250 hosts an online virtual job fair, 24 hours a day, 7 days a week, every day of the year. Keyword virtual at TheAnswerPGH.com to find our newest employment opportunities from the comfort of your computer or smartphone. Sponsored by Express Employment Professionals of Robinson Township. The virtual job fair at TheAnswerPGH.com. Over two-thirds of Christian young people will step away from their faith while attending a non-Christian college or university. But AM 1250 The Answer and Salem Media Pittsburgh have a solution. Salem Media Pittsburgh has partnered with Judson University, a private Christian college, in offering a limited number of special grants designed to decrease the cost of tuition by over half. These tuition grants are available now. Call our tuition solution specialist at 412-503-4769 to reserve yours. Hi, everybody. This is Craig Wolfley from my friends at J&D Waterproofing. For every waterproofing or foundation repair, a portion of the proceeds go to the Light of Life Rescue Mission or the Make-A-Wish Foundation. Hello, this is Ralph Sindrich. I'm proud to be a part of this program and such a fine service to be offered to the community. For every job commitment, I'll provide a signed copy of my book, NFL Brawl. Call for a free estimate at 1-800-VERY-DRY. That's 1-800-VERY-DRY. Or visit us on the web at jdwaterproofing.com. This is the John Steigerwald Show on AM 1250 and FM 92.5. The Answer. The election is two weeks from today. Maybe you've heard about it. It's uh, been in all the papers. And elections aren't always about electing people. Every now and then you get a referendum. And Allegheny County has a question on the ballot that doesn't seem to be getting a lot of attention. Um, Maybe you've seen the yard signs asking you to vote yes for the children. Sorry, but that always makes me a little suspicious. Here's how the question appears on the ballot. Shall the Allegheny County Home Rule Charter be attended, uh, amended to establish the Allegheny County Children's Fund, funded by Allegheny County, levying and collecting an additional 0.25 mills, the equivalent of $25 on each $100,000 of assessed value on all taxable real estate beginning January 1, 2019, and thereafter to be used to improve the well-being of children through the provision of services throughout the county, including early childhood learning, after-school programs, 
and nutritious meals. Sam DeMarco is an at-large councilman for Allegheny County. He wants you to vote no. He joins us now. Sam, thanks for being here. Hey, a pleasure to pleasure to join you, John. Thank you for having me. Okay, so um, I read the uh, the question on the ballot and um, this re- this referendum. And does this mean that if I'm against it, I hate children? <laughs> well, that's probably how the folks who are advocating it will portray it. But of course not. You know, folks like yourself and, and myself, we recognize that real estate and property taxes are some of the most unpopular taxes there are. And while uh, we all want to take and help our children, this uh, ballot referendum is so vague. John, it says to improve the well-being of children. Yep. What does that mean? Lots of things. I mean, theoretically, right. Could, I mean, they could say, hey, well, we believe that if we build a swimming pool, that'll improve the well-being of kids. Yep. Let's build a playground over here. So is it is it purposely um, vague? I believe so. If you go to the website that they had set up, uh, ourkidsourcommitment.org, you can't find information about who's behind this. But I believe in the old uh, adage and follow the money that many of the folks who are behind this would stand to benefit in receiving money should this be passed. So specifically, what are you talking about there, about your concern about who might be benefiting from this? Well, when you look at the website for the folks that are behind it, they don't share whom they are and how they would stand to benefit from these monies should real estate taxes be increased and they receive this. And we're looking at something that would generate approximately $18 million annually. That's a lot of money. Yeah, so, I'm concerned about how it's going to be used. So, but what are you concerned about? What who who might benefit from this uh, in a private way? Well, uh, uh, let me qualify that. I'm not suggesting that there's in any way corruption mm-hmm. or something behind this. I was just talking about various youth and children's organizations who may be promoting this, who would stand to be able to receive funds as part of any of the services that they would provide towards the quote-unquote well-being of children. And who would that... Uh, give me an example of, of where that might be the case. A couple of the folks, a couple organizations, uh, Allies for Children, which is led by uh, Patrick Dow, former city councilman, who's a steering committee member of this. Uh, I understand that Presley Ridge is involved in this as well. So it's been difficult to try to gather information as to who all is behind this, but it's obviously a well-funded effort to try to increase people's property taxes because I'm seeing yard signs out in communities saying, vote yes for the kids. I'm hearing advertisements on the radio. And, John, I don't know if you're aware, in Allegheny County, 18.4% of our population are seniors on fixed incomes. That's over 225,000 people. I don't want our seniors to be forced to decide on how to spend their money, whether to eat uh, pay for medication, or heaven forbid, have to worry about having to pay increased real estate taxes in fear of losing their homes. So, but if you look at the 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 figures on how, how much it will cost, it looks like a small amount of money. That's that the kind of thing that people wouldn't notice. You know, the small well, amount on, on what is it like twenty five bucks on a hundred thousand, something like that. Right, and and I think that this is just the camel's nose under the under the tent. I believe that, I mean, let's face it, once they get this passed and this money is exclusively allocated for the quote-unquote well-being of children, what's to stop them from next year saying, well, we need more, and just raising the millage? So, because the hard work will have already been done okay. in creating this special tax and this avenue for it. So the, the tax could go up uh, without anybody having to vote on it? No, I, be- I believe in order to increase the millage. There would have to be a vote on it. But still, the fact that you've created it. I mean, today, the Allegheny County Council is the only one able to take and levy taxes and fees in the county. And we were proud to just got uh, presented by the county executive here two weeks ago with a budget for 2019, which was the 17th year out of the last 18 without a property tax increase. 
So we recognize the importance of protecting our seniors and all of our residents by keeping their taxes low. These folks, uh, separate organizations, quote unquote citizens have come to the table to try to reach into the pockets of Allegheny County citizens to pull money out for their specific purpose. If they're successful, who's going to be next? What other special interest? What other group is going to step up to the table to try to do the same thing? And that's one of my concerns. And if, if you see, and I've seen the, the lawn signs, it just says uh, vote okay for kids or something like that. And I've, mm-hmm. I've, I've noticed them in the last couple of weeks And if, as I'm out walking my dog and I, I look at the sign and I read it. And it's funny because I, I don't see any specifics there. It just says vote yes if you want to help the kids. Now, who's going to vote no on that? Well, that's the whole point. Everybody wants to help kids. But it's just, how are we going to take and do that? Right now, in the state of Pennsylvania, as well as Allegheny County, property taxes, especially school property taxes, are a very unpopular thing. So to take and try to, you know, we recognize, I guess, let me take a step back, that we recognize that, hey, part of the system is folks like myself, myself and my wife, we don't have children. But we pay our school property taxes every year because we recognize that that's the way the system is set up. Right. And we're good citizens. But now we have folks that are coming out and want to create an additional tax that they want to throw on the property to try to take and create this additional fund to be able to spend. At what point does it stop? Yeah. Well, At what point does accountability reside with the parents? I've always wondered about this because, again, if, if you're opposed to this, you're just a mean, rotten person. But uh, in the in the question that's on the ballot, officially it says, uh, um, shall the Allegheny County Home Rule Charter be amended to establish the Allegheny County Children's Fund, funded by Allegheny County levying and collecting an additional 0.25 mills, the equivalent of $25 on each $100,000 of, of assessed value on all taxable real estate beginning January 1st, 2019 and thereafter, to be used to improve, this is where, you know, you can't be against any of this, used yep. to improve the well-being of children through the provision of services throughout the county, including early childhood learning, after-school programs, and nutritious meals. Now, here's the, uh, this, is a, this is kind of a general question I have for you as a, uh-huh. a government official who's in charge of raising and spending taxpayer money. Uh, a couple of things. Back in the uh, 20th, 20th century, when I went to school, uh, when I went to school, I, I lived in a you know a, a good, uh, I had a good family, and we weren't hurting for money or anything. But what I took to school was a brown bag with a couple of bologna sandwiches and maybe a, a bag of potato chips and a couple of Aunt Gertrude's cookies. Okay, uh, no, but I wasn't asking anybody else to pay for that. So what? See, this is the kind of stuff that that drives me nuts. What's a nutritious meal? And and aren't uh, people who who can't afford a new uh, a couple of bologna sandwiches aren't they already getting food stamps? Isn't that what that's well, for? I mean, well, it's not, it's not just that, John. Today in our schools, they provide meals for the kids. So these kids can come to school in our schools today and are getting breakfast or getting lunch. So they're already being fed through federal and other state programs. You know, yeah. so to ask for more money on top of it. And then here's the thing that I look at the bigger picture, okay? One of the things that I'm very proud of doing is working with the administration to try to attract investment and business to this region because we want to create jobs. I talk to folks out there. They want their children and their grandchildren to be able to stay here in this area instead of having right. to relocate. And part of that is creating jobs. And property taxes can stifle investment in real estate, therefore investment in our communities. In many states where property tax rates are especially high, real estate investors might shift their attention to states with lower tax rates. And when investors balk at buying property because of high taxes, this can contribute to a downward spiral that hurts property values and causes neighborhoods to decline. We're already suffering in some of our communities here with blight. I participated in helping allow the county to participate in a land bank program to try to allow some of these communities to take these blighted homes and rehabilitate them and get back on the tax rolls. I don't believe we should be further creating it by taking and levying these additional taxes on top of what they're already paying and making the uh, burden even higher. 
We're talking to uh, a councilman at large, Allegheny councilman at large, Sam DeMarco, about the uh, referendum on uh, a new, uh, an added tax, added property tax for uh, children. Again, uh, getting back to the, just the just the whole uh, premise and where it's supposed to go. Again, I went to school way back in the 20th century, um, and I didn't go to preschool. I did okay. Um, now we have to have early childhood learning, and everybody has to pay for that. And after school programs, um, and again, I mean, I'd, I'd, I'd ask the question. I know you don't have the answer for this. I'm just throwing it out there. I wonder how many of the kids who are getting their breakfast and lunch paid for or, or have a cell phone in their pocket when they arrive at school. Good question, John. Uh, and, and we don't. You're right. We don't have the answers to all these. And again, we recognize that we want to help our kids. I mean, I think. I, I'm a proponent of kids receiving early childhood education. I mean, I look at many of these children, and you read the stories as well. They're graduating from high school; they can't read. Yeah. So, or, they're... or if they, it's at a, it's at a low level. All right. So well, we want these kids to be able to be educated, so that they're prepared to compete in the global economy. Well, I but, I would guess that the the reason that they can't read doesn't have a lot to do with not going to school when they're four years old or not having somebody buy their lunch. That's just me. I would think it would be I, the, I would the causes agree. would be somewhere else. Yep, I agree. On so, that we agree, John. So where would uh, so where does this go? I mean, I I can't see this. I can't see this not passing. It just I can't because uh, people who are listening to you and uh, me right now. Um, maybe they are being educated as to what exactly it's about, and maybe they'll raise questions about it. But 99% of the people out there, they're going to see, would you like to vote to improve the um, condition of children in Allegheny County? And they're going to they're vote yes. How are you going to... Well, I think... No, it's a great great question. What are we going to do about it, right? All right. Well, I, I think I, I, I'm going to hopefully place my faith, you know, whether it's well-founded or not, in our electorate, that they'll actually read this question and understand. While it looks like a small amount, hey, what's twenty five dollars for every hundred thousand dollars of assessed value? That's on top of the thousands you already pay. So this is something that's very expensive. This is something that, again, is just the camel's nose under the tent. And where is this going to go? How much will it go to in the future? In, in the limited time I've been in government, John, this is my third year uh-huh. at the councilman here, I have seen any organization that receives money from a government entity holds onto it with the grip of the fingers of death. Oh, yeah. The- yeah, I'm sure. So uh, what's the, what is the, like, uh, let's say that uh, next, uh, in two years, I, I, I think that I'd like to have something on the ballot. How do I get a uh, something on the ballot that says anyone uh, who's uh, five foot six or t- or smaller gets an extra hundred bucks a week in their paycheck. I mean, how do I? What's the process? How's, what's the, how's this process work? What you would do is you would just create a petition. Oh, okay. That you would take out into the public to get signatures on. Now, that's what these folks did, and they talk about gathering almost sixty thousand signatures. But I've talked to some of the folks who signed this, and they claim, hey. We were never told it would raise our real estate taxes. <laughs> we were just told, hey, can you sign this? It's for the kids. Just a minor detail, like, yeah. Right. Like you said, who's not for the kids? Yeah. Everyone loves children. Unbelievable. Hey, hey, I really appreciate you being on, Sam, and clearing this up. I hope it works. But uh, And I don't have anything against kids. I like kids a lot, actually. Um, but... You know, I I have deep suspicions about government's ability to do good with my money. So I, I don't I don't like the prospects of where that money's going to end up. Thanks a lot, man. Hey, thanks for having me, John. I appreciate you uh, helping educate the public on this issue. Thank have you, a great Sam. Day. All right, take it easy. Okay, we got a few seconds here, and I'm going to tell you what we got coming up after the break, and that is a discussion. Maybe not about the woman who turned into a man who turned into a dog, but transgender stuff and what Trump said and what the New York Times has been saying. We're going to talk to a real smart doctor about it when we come back.
With SRN News, I'm Keith Peters in Washington. A severe viral outbreak at a rehabilitation center in New Jersey has left six children dead and 12 others sick. The state health department is confirming the 18 cases of Andenovirus at the Wanakue Center for Nursing and Rehabilitation in Haskell. Andenoviruses usually just cause mild illness, but officials say this outbreak is particularly severe because it's affecting medically fragile children with severely compromised immune systems. They also also note this strain has been associated with communal living facilities. The center's administrator says they are cooperating with officials. I'm Julie Walker. According to the Centers for Disease Control and Prevention, these viruses are spread through close personal contact and coughing and sneezing. Another down day on Wall Street as the Dow dropped 126 points, the Nasdaq lower by 31. This is SRN News. The following is not an actor, but a real-life story from Trinity Debt Management. It's probably been about 10 years ago. I had quite a few credit cards. The interest on the cards was really high. I was making the minimum payments, but barely. And it was just getting to be too much, so I called Trinity. If you're in debt and you need help, call Trinity at 1-800-990-6976 to talk to a certified counselor. They met with me, and they were able to get all of my credit cards in one lower payment. Trinity will consolidate your accounts into one easy-to-manage monthly payment. Put a stop to late fees and over-limit charges. Reduce your interest and possibly improve your credit score. You'll save thousands. They did help me learn how to manage my money. Now, you know, we have a house and we're doing a lot better. If your debt has you down, call Trinity at 1-800-990-6976. My name is Holly and I am debt-free for keeps. 1-800-990-6976. November 6th is going to be the most important midterm election in American history. Hi, it's Mike Gallagher. Join me, Dr. Sebastian Gorka, political analyst Gary Bauer, my colleague Hugh Hewitt, and the full resources of SRN News and Town Hall News as we watch the returns come in locally and nationwide. Will the Republicans retain control of the U.S. Senate? Can the Democrats wrestle back into power in the House? And who will win the key races for governor from coast to coast? Find out as I host Midterm Election Night 2018. Brought to you by my pillow. Tuesday, November 6th from 7 to 11 here on AM 1250 The End. From coast to coast, from sea to shining sea, it's a beautiful country out there. Discover it all in a new RV from Camping World, America's number one RV dealer. At your local Camping World, you'll find over 350 new RVs in stock, an ever-changing selection from America's top brands, including favorites like Coleman and Mallard of every class and size, all at wholesale prices. Say hello to a whole new world. Visit CampingWorldOfPittsburgh.com. Every day, roughly 10,000 baby boomers turn 70 and a half. Why does that matter? Because that's the age Uncle Sam decided we have to start withdrawing money from our retirement accounts. They're called Required Minimum Distributions, or RMDs for short. And if you're like most people, you have questions about what they are, how they're calculated, and how you can plan for them. That's why Kevin Bach from Integrity Retirement Solutions is hosting an RMD seminar to answer these and other questions. Join him Tuesday, October 30th, or Thursday, November 1st, at the Greensburg Garden and Civic Center. This seminar is complimentary. It includes refreshments and desserts. Reserve your seat by calling 724-837-3553. That's 724-837-3553. Or visit IntegrityRetirementSolutions.com. Kevin Bach is not affiliated with the IRS or any government agency. Insurance and annuities offered through Kevin Bach, Pennsylvania Insurance License 352896. When it comes to selling you a mattress, most retailers are handing you a line. A long line of extra steps that drive up costs and create confusion. At the Original Mattress Factory, we simplify the mattress shopping experience by building mattresses and box springs in our own local factories and selling them direct to you. It's short, sweet, and simply makes sense. So experience more than just the mattress store. Experience an original, the Original Mattress Factory. Stuck in traffic? We've got the answer. On the Parkway East, we continue to see a pretty solid ride slowing you down Boulevard of the Allies out to Edgewood Swissvale. Inbound congested from Edgewood Swissvale to the Squirrel Hill Tunnel and County Jail to the Fort Pitt Bridge. Parkway West is slow on the inbound side, Green Tree to the Fort Pitt Tunnel. Also seeing delays northbound 79 from 60 up to Forest Grove Road. South on 79, the off-ramp to the Parkway West shut down with crews up riding a truck. I'm Jenny Robinson on AM 1250, The Answer. AM 1250, The Answer, Weather. Winds will lessen this evening, otherwise tonight's going to be partly cloudy and colder with a low of 36. 
It'll stay chilly tomorrow with a partly sunny sky, breezy with the high 48. Partly cloudy and cold with a freeze tomorrow night. Lows will be near 30. And then Thursday looks to be partly sunny but chilly again with a high 48. I'm meteorologist Frank Strait on AM 1250, The Answer. Warning, listening to this program may expose you to toxic masculinity. The John Steigerwald Show on AM 1250, The Answer. Well, yesterday we spent some time talking about the Health and Human Services memo that said that the Trump administration will deal with Title IX issues while operating under the old-fashioned notion that there are two genders and only two, uh, this didn't go over too well with a lot of people. And the New York Times story uh, came out with this headline yesterday. Transgender could be defined out of existence by Trump administration. And then today, the New York Times, again, they ran a story with this headline. Anatomy does not determine gender, experts say. We have an expert here who couldn't disagree more. He's Quentin, Dr. Quentin Van Meter, a pediatric endocrinologist and president of the American College of Pediatricians. Thanks for being here, uh, doctor. Again, this, I think it's their third time on the show. Thanks. Yep. Glad to have it. Glad to be back. Thanks so much for having me. So let's. I, I here's what I, I was going to come up with a bunch of questions, and then I was looking at this story in the New York Times, and I thought of you as soon as I saw it earlier today uh, as a guy to talk to about this. So if you don't mind, what I'm going to do, I, I just want to read you the story and let you comment. I'll, you know, maybe a paragraph at a time here. Is that okay with you? That's a perfect idea. <laughs> and so the first of all, the headline is, Anatomy Does Not Determine Gender, comma, Experts Say. Let's just start with that. Uh, who are the experts that are saying this, do you think, that the New York Times are depending on here? Well, the, the terms, of course, that they're using are they're interchanging gender and sex, which is a, a big mistake. The, you know, there, is, there are two biologic sexes, male and female, and that's the bottom line, but sex is binary. Gender is not a biologically based entity. It is a, a sort of a social and psychological construct uh, that is determined within the mind of the human being. Uh, it exists in the mind and not determined by biology, by biology alone. Uh, and there's a lot of socialization that goes into that. So they are essentially, you know, the, the term gender, uh, two genders, male and female, gender is really not uh, a human term. It's a term that applies to languages. That's where it was borrowed from in the 1950s by a, a very perverse man, Dr. John Money from Johns Hopkins, who I uh, knew personally and who, who taught uh, at Johns Hopkins when I was a fellow there. So we have two sexes. We don't have. We can have genders all over the place uh, and anything in between. So, for, you know, the, the Trump administration uh, is basing it on biology, and they possibly need to be more specific about saying there are two sexes that they do not recognize anything other than that. Uh, the person that I believe was quoted in the New York Times article, it sounds very much like uh, one of the pediatric endocrinologists out of Duke University who indicates that there is absolutely no basis for determining uh, the gender of an individual based on any biologic markers, uh, that that's old-fashioned and out of date. Uh, and it, in a way, gender can be determined by anybody. Uh, it's just a, it's a random term of how you personally feel. It has no biologic innate rights. Uh, we, you know, it's almost as if it's a religious faith of its own. Uh, we do not condone in the United States by government that we have established a state religion which everyone must believe in and must make room for. Uh, that's against our, our constitution and, and foisting the concept that there are genders that must be given uh, civil rights is, is absolutely absurd. Okay, now here's the, here's the, this is a story, by the way, written by someone named Denise Grady. I don't know anything about her. I guess she's just a reporter for the Times. But uh, here's the first paragraph of the story I think you'll like. Uh, defining gender as a condition determined strictly, this is the first paragraph now. Defining gender as a condition determined strictly by a person's genitals is based on a notion that doctors and scientists abandoned long ago as oversimplified and often medically meaningless. That, that is a, a total utter hogwash. It's not long ago meaningless. Uh, I mean, gender in the mind is, is kind of a strange term. It fell uh, to the wayside with uh, probably over the last 30 or 40 years. Bio biologic sex is determined at the moment of conception. Uh, physicians do not assign a sex at birth. They recognize the biologic sex at birth 
based on genital structures and chromosome analysis if there is anything that is somewhere in between and does not look very clear at the birth of the baby. So that is, that is biologic science that goes back as far as, as uh, antiquity. Uh, it has not been outdated. It's, it is tried and true and remains true to this very moment. Uh, paragraph number two. Researchers who have studied gender issues and provided health care to people who do not fit the typical M-slash-F pigeonholes said that the Trump administration's latest plan to define gender goes beyond the limits of scientific knowledge. Well, again, they're mixing the term gender and sex. Uh, and, of course, it's, you can basically state, make all sorts of statements about that. Uh, the Trump administration is trying to determine that there are two genders, I mean two sexes rather, male and female, and there are no, no other sexes than those two. Gender identity, uh, again, is something that's in the state of mind. It cannot be legislated. It cannot be protected by law. It's a state of mind. It's not anything that has to do with reality and biology. The government has no place at all in determining, uh, you know, the gender uh, spectrum of an individual or whether or not they should be on that or that they have any special rights because of that. So the, the problem with using gender instead of sex and allowing the gender spectrum that one believes they are in their head versus their biologic body is that eventually you eliminate women altogether. Uh, because uh, the advantages of being male in terms of uh, competition and whatnot, if the males decide they want to go ahead and uh, become women, then women have no biologic rights whatsoever. If a man can decide uh, one day and one week that they are going to be a male, a female rather, then all of a sudden you have women who are in a position of having to compete with biologic males and that the women's rights essentially disappear off the face of the earth. So it's a very anti-women's uh, rights concept to use gender and sex interchangeably and to uh, document to, that someone is a particular gender and has legal rights based on that. That's, that is absolutely against science, against common knowledge, against logic. Uh, but the New York Times said it, though, doctor. Come on. It's the New York <laughs> Times. Uh, well... <laughs> There's an agenda there, clearly, yeah. obviously. Uh, we're talking to Dr. Quentin Van Meter. He's president of the American College of Pediatricians, and, and he is a pediatric endocrinologist. Okay, I, I mean, I'm, this is this. I'm reading you this story as it appears on the page here. This is the third paragraph of the story, and it includes another doctor. You'll like uh, the, his comment, I think. The idea that a person's sex is determined by their anatomy at birth is not true, and we've known that it's not true for decades. "Quote unquote." said Dr. Joshua D. Safer, an endocrinologist and executive director of the Center for Transgender Medicine and Surgery at Mount Sinai Health System in New York. Now, that's a beautiful quote for him to say because he is a physician. Uh, he is an, an endocrinologist. He's an adult endocrinologist, by the way, who probably got minimal training in terms of the concepts of puberty and the development of, of children as they grow. He's an adult endocrinologist who has a very strong agenda. He actually developed the guidelines uh, through his organization, the uh, World Professional Association of Transgender Health, and transferred those to become the endocrine society guidelines in the country. He is dead wrong in saying that anatomy uh, and sex are, are not determined at, uh, you know by by uh, or can't you know they're not fixed or they they can be in the opposite body he is there is no science not decades old it's centuries old and it's still valid and just because it's old certainly doesn't mean that it's invalid um, you know we we depend on a lot of history in our in our world to be able to lead us in the right direction and he is totally off into space he has no scientific basis whatsoever. It's all a belief system. There is no biologic basis for gender. Everyone's looked. No one's found it. The American Psychological Association has published in their guidelines that there is no biologic basis for transgenderism whatsoever. That is a very large professional organization in the United States, and they, they, they're published as having said that uh, as part of their, their policy in terms of mental health care. So Dr. Schaefer is out to lunch. <laughs> well, here's, here's uh, Dr. Schaefer again from the next paragraph. Quote, 
We know that there is a significant, durable biological underpinning to gender identity. What we don't know are all of the biological factors at play that explain gender identity. As far as we in the mainstream biological-medical community understand it in 2018, it is hardwired, it is biological, and it, it is not entirely hormonal, and we do not have identified genes, so we cannot specifically say it's genetic. You want to translate that one for me? Well, what he's, it's basically mumbo-jumbo. He's saying there is no genetic basis, but there is a genetic basis. We yeah. can't find it, but we believe in it, and we want it to be so badly that we're going to push our agenda that this is true science. And the mainstream means his organization that he made the guidelines for with his agenda, and it's not the mainstream of physicians across the country. Uh, they, they are absolutely speechless and looking at what is going on and saying, how did this happen? This does not represent anything we grew up with knowing it. And just because we grew up with it and it's, quote, old, we're not throwing it out because it's basically true. All of this, this new stuff has basically been fomenting since the 1970s with people who had very perverse ideas about human sexuality who were buried because of what they did because their ideas were so perverse. And they have only recently, because of the activist community and, and the LGBT community, it's a small core of individuals. It's not does not represent the gay community or the, the uh, same-sex attracted community in general. And they are basically t taking advantage of the poor people who are suffering from gender dysphoria, which is the sense that they're born into the wrong body, which is a state of mind. And they are playing on these people, using them as victims, and pushing forward treatments that will essentially ruin their lives forever. And that's been documented. It's happened. We know it's happened. Uh, people are starting to come out from underneath the, the rocks and trees where they've been hiding as transgendered individuals who were treated medically and surgically, and they are stating categorically it is the worst thing they've ever done in their life, and they wish they had never done it, and they could do it all over again and leave it alone. Okay. So this is what Dr. Safer on his side is saying. We have all the experts. We have all the science. Now, they have all the agenda. That's all they've got is an agenda. No biology, no science, no genetics. It can't be found because it doesn't exist. Okay, I'm, I'm getting down to about three minutes left here. This is a, another important paragraph, the next one. Genetics, de, genetics does play a role, though, in studies of twins. If one is transgender, the other is far more likely to also be transgender if they are identical rather than fraternal twins. Identical twins are near matches genetically. Uh, fraternal ones are not. The findings are similar for twins who have type 1 uh, diabetes, which is known to have a strong genetic component. That is hogwash again, because <laughs> if this were genetic, if this were a hardwired situation, uh, and not a tendency based on social circumstances or other disease states that come into play, which there, for transgender there are none, then we would have 100% of, of identical twins having transgender uh, situations, which we know is absolutely not the case. It's a small number. Uh, it may not be, a, you know, an absolute pure case of, of twins not having, uh, you know, the, the identical twins, uh, some of them being transgender, but most of them not. It may be a small percentage larger than, than expected. But, it, again, if it were hardwired in genetics, it would be there in a vast majority of identical twins. And we know from twin studies it is not. Okay, I have about a minute left, and so uh, we're talking to Dr. Quentin Van Meter. You're a pediatric endocrinologist and president of the American College of Pediatricians, which has been accused of being a hate group. I'll give you a minute to just address that stupidity. Well, the, the concept that we are a hate group is because we're based on compassion and what is best for children. And, of course, that, is, as you might imagine, uh, is the epitome of hate. If you love children and you care for them and you want only good things to happen for them and you do not want their parents and society at large using them as pawns in scientific experiments that are there for social reasons and social agendas, then we're supposed to be a hate group. If that, if that is what we are, if that's called hate, I think the majority of the country is, uh, can be defined as hate because we all feel the same. We all love the children. We all care for them. We care for our patients who suffer. And if that's hate, uh, it's just a matter of words. Uh, I, I, I defy anyone to really call that hate. It's, it, it's the haters who call us haters, and that's just kind of the way it goes. So uh, you've made a big mistake here, Doctor, because you've now officially become my, my, uh, the show's expert on transgenderism, and it means I'm going to be calling you again because this stuff's going to keep coming up. Thanks a lot for being it here sure again. sure will. All right. 
Take care. Bye-bye. All right. Thank you. That's Dr. Quentin Van Meter. What else can I tell you? He, he went right through the whole story here by the New York Times and beat it to death. We'll be back. Are you about to pay double for roof replacement or repair? If you haven't called Windows or Us, you just might. Many companies are overcharging area homes and businesses nearly double. With over 50 years in home remodeling, Windows R Us is more than a window company. They're the area's premier exterior replacement company for siding, doors, gutters, downspouts, and roof replacement and repair. Factory certified by North America's largest roof manufacturer, Windows R Us will never overcharge. You'll love their no-pressure sales approach, straightforward pricing, and the fastest turnaround in the business. Right now, get zero interest for 12 months on up to $20,000. Windows R Us will match any competitor's price. No hidden fees or surprises ever. Schedule a free roof inspection today. Mention AM 1250 for an exclusive 10% off. Why pay double? Visit the area's premier exterior replacement company. Windows R Us, more than a window company. Visit windowsrspittsburgh.com. The average person considers estate planning just for the wealthy. Attorney Michelle Conti, host of Conti's Law on estate planning for the everyday person. There's a lot that goes into it. People take more time picking out what car they're going to buy, where they're going to go to dinner, as opposed to what happens to my children. The state will dictate who gets what if you don't indicate who is to receive your stuff upon your passing. We want to make sure we plan appropriately so that they get the best of both worlds. They continue to receive the benefit and they get the inheritance. The The other thing you have to think about is tax planning. We tried to be proactive in the approach that we minimize any type of tax consequence when somebody dies, depending on the value of the estate. These taxes range anywhere from 45 to 40%. So we tried to make sure that the beneficiary will receive as much as they legally are able to. Hear more on Conti's Law, Sunday morning at 8.30, here on The Answer. For immediate help, visit ContiLawPGH.com. This is Dr. Sebastian Gorka. President Obama's eight years of leading from behind left the world in flames. From Russia's invasion of Ukraine to North Korea's missile tests and a growing ISIS caliphate. Under President Trump, American leadership is being restored. But that does not mean our enemies have disappeared. That's why I wrote my new book, Why We Fight, defeating America's enemies with no apologies. As a former deputy assistant to President Trump for strategy, I explained the threats posed by enemies like Russia, China, and the global jihadi movement. We must know our enemies and have the will to defeat them. In my book, Why We Fight, we take off the political correctness blinders of the Obama years and learn how we can vanquish our enemies without mortal combat. Sebastian Gorka's new book, Why We Fight, Defeating America's Enemies with No Apologies, is available now from Amazon and Barnes & Noble. You know the moment. The homework and dishes are done. Your family responsibilities have been met. The shoes slip off and you lie back. It's that end of day. Ah, That's the relief you'll feel when you rest on the body-comforting orthopedic made locally at the Original Mattress Factory. Relief from middleman markups and a hard day's work. The Original Mattress Factory. Thoughtfully made. Honestly priced. OriginalMattress.com Truth is timeless. At the Original Mattress Factory, our business philosophy is based on honesty and truth, and it never changes. Simply stated, we treat our customers the way we want to be treated ourselves. This means we treat people with respect, we educate rather than manipulate, and we offer genuine value and substantial savings, not simply by saying it, but by proving it with cutaways of our mattresses compared side-by-side with the mainstream brands. Stop by one of our store locations or visit us at OriginalMattress.com to see the OMF difference for yourself. The John Steigerwall Show, AM 1250, The Answer. Well, this just in. Uh, we have uh, a report that the caravan coming up from Central America, it now numbers 150,000, and it's about six miles outside of Morgantown on Route 79. So you... You might want to be looking for that as you're uh, driving around later tonight. No, not really. I don't know where it is, but I don't know how many people they are, but it's it's building. And it's headed this way, and it's going to be interesting to see what happens when they as they get closer to the border. But, you know, there's, there's one very prominent Democrat who has uh, – he's had enough uh, of this, this illegal immigration, and he's just had enough not only of them trying to get in, but the people who are already here. And he's a Democrat, and uh, he's – 
this this he must really be upset about this caravan. But I I do know this. He does not think it's right that we have so many people getting into the country illegally and so many people who are here being allowed to stay here. Listen to this. We are a generous and welcoming people here in the United States, but those who enter the country illegally and those who employ them disrespect the rule of law, uh, and they are showing disregard for those who are following the law. Uh, We simply cannot allow people to pour into the United States undetected, undocumented, unchecked, and circumventing the line of people who are waiting patiently, diligently, and lawfully uh, to become immigrants in this country. I think that was Barack Obama, but I, I think it was Senator Barack Obama, if I'm not mistaken. So that takes you back at least, what, uh, 10 years? That was 10 years ago. Um, so he didn't, I don't know, he seemed to change his tune as he became president. And uh, it's funny how that happens a lot. Uh, speaking of changing your tune, Nate Silver, uh, I saw, I believe he now says that the Republicans' chances of, or the Democrats' chances of retaking the House is something like 89%. So that would have you worried if you are a Republican, unless you look back to see what Nate Silver said about Hillary Clinton. I think he said, I think he put her chances of winning at 89% about 20 minutes before the the polls opened up uh, back in 2016. So I wouldn't worry too much about what what Nate says. Uh, And... And I think one thing that everybody should le- have learned in 2016, but it's pretty obvious that nobody did, is that it, just don't look at the polls. It, uh, people just uh, maybe maybe uh, at a local level it might mean something at the various races for governor and 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 for Congress and for Senate, um, but for the House and for the Senate. But uh, overall, the polls kind of I don't know they lost in 2016. Nobody was right. Nobody. So. I think Rasmussen might have been right. They were the only ones. So, uh, you know, we're two weeks away, and lots can happen. And one thing I wouldn't do if I were you is pay any attention whatsoever to any poll that says anything about what might happen two weeks from today. So thanks for listening uh, today, and we will see you tomorrow on the John Stoggerwald Show right here on AM 1250, The Answer. The John Steigerwald Show is a production of AM 1250, The Answer, and Salem Media Group. Three-star general Michael J. Flynn, head of the Pentagon Intelligence Agency, knew all the government's dirty secrets. He was one of the most respected generals in the military. Flynn knew what the intel world had been up to. He understood its funding. He ordered the first audit of the use of contractors. This set off alarm bells. The explosive new documentary, Flynn, deliver the truth, whatever the cost, and covers the facts behind this scandal. Flynn told the truth. He was the most dangerous person for Donald Trump to hire. I find out the worst enemy that I'm going to face in my life is right here in America. They took my assessment and they wanted me to change it. I was like, I'm not changing it. They had to get rid of Flynn. With in-depth interviews, archival footage, and never-before-seen personal records to the man behind the headlines. I just felt like I was drowning. Flynn. Deliver the truth, whatever the cost. Available now. Watch it today. Go to salemnow.com. salemnow.com.